Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. Even with Boomy, that reveal of him being oh, like yeah. a six pack, yeah. I was like, oh, this guy don't have a six pack like that. I was like, this is a normal built man. He's a normal man. He's a normal healthy like, man. Uh, hey, if there's only one person of that age that has a six pack, and it is Harrison Ford. And he <laughs> wanted you to know when you watched the Crystal Skull 2 or whatever. Bring so Harrison, Harrison Ford and Crystal Skull 2. Yeah. Boomy needs to be Harrison. <laughs> Start the gun campaign now. Yeah. Start it now. Welcome back to The Break Room. I'm Evan, and today we're talking about Netflix's adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender. Joining me today are Tom Michelson. Yo, how's it going, guys? Happy to be back. Jessica Clemens. Why not I get a nickname? <laughs> Why not I get a nickname? I was waiting for it, too. What's your nickname? And uh, John Costa. <laughs> Wait, wait, I, who had a nickname? You no, Tom had a middle name. Oh, was oh that's middle your middle name. name. Yeah, sorry, oh my sorry, God, it's so name. long. That's a long ass middle name. <laughs> Thank you. TT, Put it back TTM? Up. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, Tarkong, so I'm Hell from yeah. an island called Palau in Micronesia, and that's uh, mm. my mom's maiden name. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Tom Tarkin. So that's kind of like my professional name. I know we're all here to talk about this. Stuff. So thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for coming, guys. But yeah, that's the history behind that. So yeah. Let's get to know. Oh, very yeah. cool. Um, all right. So today, our Avatar review, we do movie reviews sometimes on the break room. And we're going to do uh, the review kind of like that. We'll move through it in the same way. We're just not going to give it a number. Um, I think it's a little hard with like, you know, there's a bunch of episodes to grade the whole series, but we'll talk about the discussion, you know, the movie or the show in the same way we would talk about the movie. Uh, but maybe at the end we'll rate it out of on a cabbage scale. How stinky? Wait, how, how, maybe, how, how stinky my cabbages or like destroyed cabbages? I think we can make it up as we go along. Oh, well, it's going to be... do it on farts. <laughs> cabbage farts. Fart cabbage? Cabbage, cabbage, makes you, farts. cabbage makes you farty. Wait, isn't that Brussels farts? Oh, I guess cabbage oh, too? Oh, cabbage makes me a little more. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Jessica? Uh, would you like to switch spots with Evan? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into it. What did you guys think of the story and the writing of the show? Obviously, this is an adaptation of Nickelodeon's cartoon. Uh, showrunner is Albert Kim. He has a lot of experience in like sci-fi, action, fantasy, like TV shows. Um, we can talk about some of the changes, but like overall, what do you guys think of how this show brought the first season of the Avatar show, or first and second season almost, to life uh, in live action? It's hard to like, um, you, you even mentioned like, staying strictly on the writing when the writing stuck pretty close to the animated yeah. series. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. that was my one uh, note that I told a lot of people that I was like, oh, I wish they did find like a little bit more of an original footing and mm. expanded more on that. Like I really did like the touch of making the 41st troops being the troops that were actually gonna be killed earlier. I thought, I thought that uh, yeah. was such I an impactful was moment. Yeah. And I think there was more hills that you could have done with those like moments like that that mm -hmm. could have been shared, but I think they were kind of a little too scared to get too away from the original material. Sure. So writing wise, I think you have to like base it more on pacing. Mm, and like okay. how was the pacing of the full thing, which I mean, hey, 20 episodes in <laughs> and eight episodes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, uh, you know, the, you're kind of you can do two eps in one if you're making them an hour, but still, yeah. like they would need at least ten if they were going to do it exactly. Yeah. And, and then eight, yeah. you're also like trying to you're not trying to get a second season, but you want a right. second season. Mm -hmm. So you want to set things up. Yeah, yeah, and you're including a bunch of stuff. Yeah, because that's something. Um, I, I guess. Oh, I guess spoilers. I didn't say that oh, earlier. Oh shit! But here I mean, we go. Spoilers. One of the things yeah. that's interesting is that like the um, introduction of Azula much earlier. Yeah. So yeah. Zuko's sister 
there in, in the cartoon show. She shows up at the end of season one, and she shows up much earlier and has a little bit more of you know uh, a storyline and how she gets to where I guess we'll see her at the start of season two. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about that? John's laughing a little bit. No, I'm only laughing. <laughs> I'm only <laughs> laughing because when that scene started, I was like, if this fucking guy is Jet, I'm gonna be so mad. Oh sure. I thought yeah, that yeah. like the guy because she what she like infiltrates the like little ring of oh, rebels and like yeah. obviously this thing plays in different yeah. places. But I was like, oh, I wonder if like this is Jet, uh, and then like uh, obviously uh, we, I think we meet Jet like that episode yeah. later or something yeah. like that. Going into the reveal uh, of Jet, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, Jet? I did not know this was Jet at all. Jet, excellent. Well, I, I, I saw Jet. that act. I was like, this might be Jet. He's so fucking like, Jet. We'll, we'll exactly talk about that acting like in a second, yeah. but like yeah. Jet, I think is my That's favorite casting yeah. decision. Yeah. I, I've heard that from a few people. Yeah, because I don't love some of the. Anyways, we'll get into it. But I, when it comes to the writing, I thought they were really clever with the way that they. Um, truncated storylines mm -hmm. or combined story elements or, or whatever, like specifically that Jet storyline. Yeah, I really yes. love the Jet uh, arc in yes. the mm -hmm. animated show. It's one of my favorite arcs. But like, yeah, I think you're kind of missing stuff with like the flood and the village. If I'm remembering everything yeah, correctly, yeah, yeah. but like, um, I don't know. You still got the essence of Jet and the essence of the Freedom Fighters, and mm -hmm. you know, you like. All those characters felt very familiar to me. It yeah. felt like they, so, sorry. No, 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 you go first. Like, it felt like um, they knew what characters to bring in in that first season. Mm. They were like, oh, they want Jet, but how is Jet's storyline gonna intersect with this? Like they're not, cause Jet's story is his own episode yeah. where he floods that village. So yeah. it's like, that takes up a lot. So they had to like reduce that, unfortunately. You can see by tears who was like, oh, here's the main people we're focusing on. Yeah. Right. And here were the people that were in like the second or third book that we're bringing in just mm -hmm. to right. re remind you that we know, we're aware, they're coming. And yeah. even other people like uh, Suki, who was supposed to be a one-off character, like you know, they, they leaned heavy into that because they're like, she's going to be coming back because if you watch the show, you know. <laughs> so there was a lot she's of- She's supposed to be a one-off character. Yeah, they were, yeah that's yeah. why you don't have any backstory about like her family. Yeah. She's just yeah, a warrior. She's just there and it was supposed to be done. And so it, it's interesting to see the, the pieces that they're putting in place because they know that they're going to want to have a second season 100. and they want maybe even a third season. And But at the same time, writing-wise, I think uh, I, I agree with what everyone's saying. I love uh, how they truncated stuff because you have to and you have to when you're doing an adaptation. But at the same time, some, because they were focusing so much time on maybe setting up these pieces, we're missing other yeah. kind of like what I would call part of the, like the skeleton of what it is maybe yeah. here in another place. Either way, still like the show. That was, so uh, my best friend was like really upset about the waterbending stuff. And like, mm. and not learning it yet. But oh yeah, that's right. True. But, and I was like, I get it, but I was also like, they're not trying to imitate the entire yep. animated series. And also, this is still a live action. So what can we do in eight episodes? Uh, and so I was like, there's just there's gonna be parts that are shifted and muddled a little bit, like uh, Aang flying. Like that's yeah. insane, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But I in was this, like, but maybe, that Korra, really. but maybe, yeah. But maybe for this live action, <laughs> yeah. they're just showing how strong he is and his abilities. Sure, man, so they could have changed that completely. I think people are using the logic from the animated series a little too much for the live sure. action. Sure, yeah, yeah, Where they're yeah. trying to also just convey that Aang literally is so strong. That's why we don't get into the Avatar state that much. Like yeah, in the yeah. show, he's constantly wrecking ships and blowing things up because he's just, Upset and in the Avatar yeah. state, so they lessen that, so we see actually how strong he is. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. I no, I watched it with I watched the first episode with my roommate, and I can't remember. Hit the same time we were like, oh, so can everyone fly? <laughs> yeah, when yeah, I first yeah, came yeah. down, I'm like, I can't remember. There was like another character who could fly. And I was like, wait, what's was happening? Was it the Fire Nation when they like also <laughs> launched into the air? Oh, when exactly they cannonballed like into the sky. Like, oh, I was like, Sozin said, okay, let's go. That comet, you know. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, speaking of the comet, one of the things that I read online, I think Albert Kim was saying that like they decided to remove that as like a a 
ticking like time clock as yes. like, hey, it's coming back soon. This is why you need to be the app, like learn like, all the elements wanna, so They didn't want to say in two years it'll be here. Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. Know yeah. What the filming was gonna be like, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like the characters uh, could uh, age and stuff like that. So yes. that helps. Like there's no pressure at the moment for it. it's like, okay, we know he needs to learn uh, all the elements, but actually right now it's more important. I think a really interesting thing to see how this character comes into this new world that he like left behind, right? Mm -hmm. To see the guilt, which is like what the the show also the original show handles that as well, but I think it's uh, much more at the forefront. Like a lot of the show feels more like gritty in that sense. Oh, and heavy. Yeah. Two things yeah. to what you said. One, if they animate this shit and they extend it for six seasons though, <laughs> that's gonna piss me off. <laughs> if you extend him not being, like if we don't get that final battle until like season seven, I'm just gonna turn off well, the well, show. Well, they'll they only, one for they one of the episodes though. Yeah. That's, right. what I, that's what I'm hoping. I'm like, yeah, please, yeah. like just stick to three. Um, yeah. And what you were saying about, oh no, it wasn't about Sozin's comet, it was, what did you just say, Evan? What was the last part? Uh, was it about um, the uh, about how it being more heavy and having guilt? Oh yes, I love. I do like that approach. No, you both are right. I do like that approach. I really love how they embody that he's actually an adolescent, how he's mm -hmm. actually a kid, mm -hmm. how when even people are talking to him, they're talking to him as kids. Mm -hmm. But I was like, they weren't as rough as they are in this show, and maybe they yeah. were trying to convey that. Kyoshi's straight up screaming at him, oh and I'm like, girl, you're eight feet tall. Yeah. But then also, I was so like, mad. same with Boomy. Boomy's just eating in my life. The oh, only yeah. two adults that don't is Gyatso and Iroh. And I was yeah. like, oh. But these two people are like the voice of reasons to their own little kids. Like, So it mm -hmm. makes sense, but I'm like, we are eating this boy alive in this series. Yeah. We're yelling at him for something he couldn't well, could have kind of controlled. You know what I was gonna say? Uh, I actually do hope we get maybe like a four season, not because I, I need them to stretch it out, mm -hmm. but yeah, like to me, they they missed a lot of important development of Team Avatar. You know, them being friends, them sure. working together, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, yeah, and even Katara learning bending a little bit more. It felt a little bit more natural because because it was a lot longer in the animated show. So mm -hmm. if we get, if we stretch out the exact story, don't add don't add any filler or anything, but just let it breathe a little bit more. I think it would I think it would it would help. Yeah, I think because. Season three of the animated show, my favorite season, but I do think that that season could use some more time. More time. Yeah, yeah. Right. 100%. There's a, there's like that one downtime episode when Zuko finds them for the first time, and they're at like that old air temple. Right. We shouldn't be talking about this stuff. This is spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Like, that's not really a spoiler. I apologize. <laughs> I, I don't know. Where do we sit? Oh my god! I spoiled everything. Yeah, I, think, I think we're spoiled. It's it's okay. Let, let's keep going. This has existed for a while, and yeah, these are Avatar yeah. fans, so they know. And, and also, to be we fair, don't know what they're gonna change too. Yeah, you know, we don't know like, what they're gonna change. They keep yeah. including a lot of stuff from the books. Uh, no, some parts that matter and some parts that don't, but they, uh, they do include a lot from the books. Yeah. Ozen's gonna kill that turtle. Um, <laughs> well, I'm curious, to hear your I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts about this. Because for me, I think that the first season of the anime show is my least favorite. Same. Same. Or the Easy. one where they're like finding Easy. their footing the most. Yeah. Um, so when you're sort of asking like, oh, how do you feel about the writing? It's hard for me because I'm like, I don't, I don't know if the writing in the first season of the anime show is like, Great. Mm -hmm. um, I watched the whole first season and I was fine. And it wasn't until the second season I was like, I'm a fan of the show. Mm -hmm. For me personally. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and so I, I totally agree. That that's when it found its footing, and I think and I maybe I understood the lore more. I'm not sure. But, yeah, and I do yeah. think it's a common trend with uh these types of shows where where there's shows that like are are broadly appealing for kids, but like mm -hmm. are trying to deal with like much heavier subject matter. Like shows like Steven Universe or like Adventure Time or even a lot of like anime that decide to change in like their second or third seasons where it's like, let's get the kids in, right? Let's bring mm -hmm. them in, let's be fun. Let's have episodes that are just kind of goofing around and yeah. you know, and then 
we get into you know political intrigue and hypnotism and brainwashing and all that you know blood bending blood yeah. bending yeah <laughs> yes. yeah so yeah I mean does anyone have like um, I, I do agree that like the the big change in um, at least that bringing those three storylines together and that one in Omashu was was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Did anyone have something where they're like, "Ooh, I didn't like that change," or something that sticks out and being like, "Okay, I I know that this is all happening in season one, but they move this moment and or, or move that," you know? No, you go first. I was gonna say one, the, one thing I just that reminded me about something Jess said earlier is that like you know they I think they felt like they needed to check certain boxes when they were writing this and making this. Mm. One thing I was hoping for that we didn't get, and this could just be me personally, is the music was the exact same. Mm. Usually when you do an adaptation, you'll have like a or a orchestral new kind of a version to breathe new life into it. And every time I heard the the cues, was, oh I know this, this is great. It feels like it just felt like we were borrowing that identity from the animated show and not yeah. creating our own with mm. this. And that was one thing I was like, oh, I wish we... It's a hard balance that. trying to cater to original fans, yeah, it but is. then also it is. create your own thing. And yeah. this is one of those franchises that's yeah. terrifying to try to do that with. Oh, so I recognize, yes. I recognize the a million Easter eggs they did and why they did it. <laughs> but yes. I'm also like, I, I, and now as an adult, and this is just me, I'm like, oh, you could have stretched a little bit more. Even if it was that little, again, the 31st Troop. I love that shit. Well, yeah. It's funny because in the animated show, right, the opening sequence you see it every episode, mm -hmm. it is... Front to top exposition. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, yeah. here's the world and here's what's yeah. happening. Yeah. And they don't do that in this show, right? We yeah. get the like small Avatar yeah. The Last Airbender every episode. Yeah. In the first episode, there was like a half version and then someone like did the rest of it in dialogue later. Yeah. That was the one change. I don't know what you're doing. This, is, this was, means I agree in yeah. So that was the one change where I was like, oh, it's, it's unfortunate that you took this like cool exposition moment that they figured out how to work and do visually and it's like iconic. And then they just like turned it into dialogue, and I was like, oh, okay, then maybe that's not working for me. But that's such a small nitpick. That's yeah. I think I agree. I was like, I think that's the one thing I I wish they would have honestly just made that the homage, just do the original intro, because yeah. uh, yeah. it, it yeah. felt like this one was a little muddled. It was like so much to take in, and I don't know how because I was like the original one also felt like a lot to take in, but this yeah. one I think because they included how the avatars are like all co coincide inside each other and different levels, which wasn't really revealed to us till later in the show. Mm. I was like, oh, that was a part that wasn't originally in the intro that we don't really need to know. So I have yet. a theory about why they didn't do the intro on this. It's because th didn't they do it in the M. Night Shyamalan movie? Like oh, shot for they? shot. Oh, you know, the exact same. He said, they said, don't touch it. It's exactly <laughs> like a live action version of the intro. And I think that's why they purposely I didn't do that. Agree. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's also one of those things where, like, with that first season, right, the journey between both water temp water villages is so long for oh, them. Yeah, yeah. And whereas this moves so much quicker, it's like, okay, every to, two yeah. episodes, we're in basically the same place, yeah. we're in the same thing. So it, it at least gets new viewers on a week-to-week -week show, like, okay, let's bring us back in. What is this about? What is this thing? Whereas, like, for a binge drop, it's like, you're sitting there, you're like, okay, I mean, I like it, but, like... Do I love yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted it that once at the beginning. I yeah, thought I thought true. it's doing. Yeah. I thought the grand grand doing it was corny as hell. But I was but I was also like, it's kind of camp corny. It's always like, when like someone's it. like staring into space. Yes. I was Still like I was like Leo on that I, meme. I was like. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like I, but that's what I, I was like. This is actually like, I, I was like, it's corny, but it kind of like, it's fun. It like, I liked watching this old lady yeah, just yeah. literally recite it like it was like the deepest poem she's ever. And said. I was like, dude, they gave her the lines. It was like so cool for that yeah, actress. Also, yeah. I was like, yeah, and also, Grand Grand 
feel like a bigger character. Well, maybe she'll come bigger in the next season. Yeah, yeah. Other masters of other things. Yeah. Right. Anyone have anything else on this on this note before we get into no. some of the other stuff? Because we have a lot more to go. Oh we do God. have a lot more. <laughs> and before we do that, we want to thank today's sponsor, Callshe. Callshe is the first legal financial exchange of the U.S. where you can bet on any event, including who's going to win what Oscars. That's Ooh. wild. So, for instance, Emma Stone winning Best Actress is trading at 50 cents. Uh, as of when I was given this. <laughs> if you buy a share for 50 cents and she wins, you'll earn a dollar. If the share price goes up to 80 cents or something before the Oscars and you sell, you'll get 80 cents. It's kind of like fantasy football, only for the entertainment industry, and it's super fun. You make some money doing it. Call is the only place you can bet on the Oscars in all 50 states, but it's got a ton of different markets, including Rotten Tomatoes scores, plus markets on politics, music, climate, economics, tech, games, and more. And sign up by going to callshe.com slash breakroom, and, and the first 500 traders will get a free $20 credit. So sign up at callshe.com slash breakroom. All right, so this is a hot-button topic about the show, the acting. So our main cast, we have Gordon Cormier as Aang, uh, Yawandio as Katara, Ian Owsley as Sokka, Dallas Liu as Zuko, um, and Paul Sun-Hyung Sun Lee as Uncle Iroh. Um, what do you guys think? Would you, I, I, what do you guys think overall? We can talk about the main cast. We can talk about other characters. How'd you all feel? You want to take this, Jess? Uh, no, I'm not going to go crazy. You get it. I think these are kid actors. Yes. And if you're someone watching yes. and you're like, yes. I just hate kid actors, okay, go ahead. But this yeah. is a kid show with kid actors. Yeah. The cast of even the animated series were literal teens. Uh, teens as in like, 13 to like 14 year old. Aang was 12 years old. <laughs> so yeah. these are gonna be kids. The voice actors were 30 year old white people. So yeah. you can't get yeah. mad at these children for being like, oh, being children I, actors. The disrespect to Dante Bosco. No, I know, well, not Dante Bosco. <laughs> not I not that, actually. Yeah, I did, yeah. Where? Uh, at a movie screen. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Him and all his brothers that's and his awesome. sister. No yeah. way, that's but awesome. I, I also think there's, when you're like, oh, the acting is in here, a lot of these things are also direction and mm. they're handed by yeah. the directors. Yeah. So these kids could have done like one take or a million takes, but it's still like, what we're seeing in the final product isn't just solely on them, it's also on what we're direction, like what we wanted directionally. And right? you know, what we talked about earlier off uh, camera was like, what I use the example of Stranger Things, that's one of the reasons why that show was so big is because those kids were so amazing. Like, then that's rare. That's, you're not gonna yeah. get that yes. every time. And if you think about all the most amazing child actors, you know, there's not a lot. So the fact that they got these kids who did pretty great for their first thing ever, most likely. For yeah. Some, for most of them. They have a background like Zuko, in like... But like uh, well, yeah. even then, like Zuko, Dallas Liu and yeah. Pen15 is just playing like an irritated Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, one yeah, every, right. one every, yeah. yeah, one in every three episodes. <laughs> so he doesn't really get that much lines anyways. But yeah. he did do great. And he like his stunts were amazing because he's also been doing this for like 12 years right. of his life. Yeah. Um, and but, I, I do yeah. think too, like... Um, you know, you take something like Harry Potter and like Percy yeah. Jackson. Which you... also, they did bad when they were children. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> the first Harry Potter, every time I go back and watch it, I'm like, yeah, these are kids. Uh, but you're also finding kids that work well together. Yes. And I do think that this is something that's sold a little bit stronger. Um, I'm, and this is probably the first of many references I'll compare to Percy Jackson. Whereas I, I like all the kids and I'm not sure that the show gave in their chemistry mm. time to shine. Whereas mm. yeah, this show did, you know, as much as I do want more like Team Avatar coming together, I did think that they had elements and time where they could 
like interact and really like we could see the, the chemistry between the kids. I think uh, Ian Owsley was like the bond, the glue in that. Uh, yeah, that yeah. played uh, Sokka. Yeah. He played sounded Sokka. like Sokka. He looked oh like the jokes oh that he was gosh. delivering. I watched his behind the scenes like interviews, and I was like, no, this is just like a little kid that wants to do improv and comedy, <laughs> and he did that very well on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that bond was like what we needed between uh, those two, and I think it's solely in Ian Owsley, not just Sokka, it was Ian Owsley. All those actors, I feel like, immediately embodied the role. The minute they walked on camera, I was like, yeah, that's, that's Aang right there. The you only, I mean? yeah. The, so on, yeah. the adults uh, did great, because yeah, like, the adult actors really have been in the entertainment yeah. industry forever, you just Yeah, they're all really veterans. Them. Yeah, every one of them's like a famous um, actor. Yeah. I, yeah. The only, yeah, I guess the only acting that I was like, oh, it was, and I loved Paul as Uncle Iroh. Mm -hmm. But when I rewatched the first season, I was like, I think Paul watched the first season and tried doing like a lot of, even the mm. screaming at certain lines. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of lines in this show that are the Lifting same from the, same, the yeah, yeah. Uh, animated series. And he did it like in the exact same way. And it didn't give <laughs> yeah. it off because Paul is such a sweet, nice actor yeah. that when the dragon of the West goes off, it yeah. doesn't really translate with Paul. Yeah, And so I was like, yeah, I rewatched that scene at the end where he kind of like confronts uh, Zhao Ten with the spirit. Fold. Yeah, and I, I rewatched it in the animated and I was like, oh wow, this is way, kind of like way different than yeah, what's happening. It, it feels like it's coming from a different place. But I do yeah. love him as Uncle Hyrule. He was very sweet. <laughs> and I want to hug him and love him. Yeah. Sorry. John? Oh. Oh, me? Oh, my <laughs> He's like, I hate these kids. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the kids. Scooby-Doo. I know. I love, look, I love me some Carson Tiva. Um, I really do. I felt like a lot of the people who were cast in these roles were not great fits. And it's interesting mm, to hear you guys say differently. And yeah. I'll explain why I feel that way. First of all, I think Iroh, dude's got to be older. He's, got, he's yeah. not giving me that like, I'm very old, I've seen it. everything, I'm incredibly yeah. wise vibe. And I think like at one point I was like, maybe if you just slowed the delivery of your dialogue down, it would work for me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That 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 wasn't totally working for me. I texted you something that I'm not going to repeat out loud about, um, <laughs> I'll tell you guys after the show, about um, the actor who's playing uh, Zuko. Zuko, uh-huh. I think that like, you know, Zuko and Azula are two very different people. You know, Zuko is like calm and calculated and specific and like mad. And I don't know if we got a ton of like calm and calculated Zuko in this show. Mm. I think he's a little, you know, there's a couple of moments. Angry, yelly, yeah. I think he's an actual 14 year old. I think there's a few moments in this where he's like trying to like please his father, which is totally there in the animated series, but like, more so like mm -hmm. I'm doing this because dad told me to rather than like we're aligned in our goals. Mm. I thought that yeah. like Azula's portrayal was not unhinged enough. I like and and so like mm. I'm thinking about this stuff before coming on and talking about it and I'm thinking to myself like was that just the difference between an animated yes. show and a live action show? Sure. Is Azula as fucking crazy as she is <laughs> in animation because like you can't be as expressive with faces yeah, in animation right. and like, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if that's part of the reason why I'm like, oh, I'm not connecting with these characters the same as I thought that I would. I think it's also that we are seeing, we're looking at the POV of Azula training, which we didn't get in the actual yeah, show. Right. So we only saw her in Hinge because we saw her way down the line. Sure. We only saw her in Visions. Like so this is the origin yeah. of her going yeah. unhinged. It yeah. starts and you can see the little twinkle in her eye. But I do remember that the 
the producers were like, we want them to play as actual kids this time. Because yeah. also, when I was watching the third season, I was like, oh yeah, Zuko is very calm and collected a lot of times. Mm. He's also an idiot. Um, and that's why Azula <laughs> sure. was the brains. Azula was the yeah, smart right, one. Right. He was the dumb kid. And so I was like, oh yeah, we still kind of get that with him doing everything for his dad in dumb ways. I'm like, girl, I, there was one part in my breakdown I was like, you need to sit down for a minute yeah. and really think this through. You're, you're acting like a child, I guess, jumping in without thinking. Yeah. And I was like, I think they really wanted to lean more about them being 14 and remind us that they're kids. I, and I, I think, also think to, like, just to, to speak on the Zuko point really quick, John, yeah. I feel like also we got, you know, we think of Zuko as the in totality of his arc, like Absolutely. after leaving mm -hmm. the show, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone like, has said, like, this is the best arc ever, any character ever, yeah. right? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So season one, Zuko, it does feel like maybe they've leaned more into these kind of like impulsive, like like uh, parent-pleasing aspects of the character. But it does feel like it's like, oh, we need to see, who knows what will happen. You and know, yeah, and we, we need to connect maybe. the dot from yeah. episode one, season one, to you know the finale of season three. So I will say yeah. I, I did kind of miss the beat um, at the end. Uh, I, I mostly just rewatched the finale of the animated one. I didn't miss, miss the beat at the end when they're leaving the Water Nation uh, or the Water Tribe, and Zuko's just Uncle Iroh was like, "What do you want to do next?" And he's just like, "I'm tired." Which is oh, in yeah. the live action. Yeah. It's such a sweet scene of him being like, and he's like, "A man needs rest." Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah, just done differently. I wish it would have come more from Zuko as opposed to Iroh in that moment. Yeah. But it, it, yeah, I was like, ah, oh. yeah. And I think that might be why I really like the Jet casting. I yeah. think he's the oldest of all of the like kids yeah. that they cast. Right. I think if they cast more people of Suki? that age. Was it Suki kind of? Yeah, age? sure, I like. She, I thought she oh, was yeah. great too, to be honest with you. Um, and Yue is the oldest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Yue's an old too. Yeah, like, she's, yeah. You know, yeah. like, maybe that's why that worked a little right. bit mm. more for me. I don't, because like, when I think about the anime show, I don't, I don't know if I think of them as kids, probably because I watched it when I was a kid and I thought mm. of them as like contemporaries. And yeah. like, this is what I would be doing, right? And so maybe there's. It's also that anime flavor, too. though, of like, mm. they look like adults on the show. Totally. When I was a child, I yeah. was like, I don't look like that. Because I was sitting there, I don't remember which episode I was watching, and I was like, wow, there's no sexual tension between Aang and Katara. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> that, I guess that makes, <laughs> yeah. that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah. also, like, like that was like a any. core but element then, of their relationship. Then, it was like Aang was like in love with yes, this woman. Yeah, and you're right, you're right. But then the <laughs> sexual. Fucking tension between Sokka and Suki. Yeah. Yeah. I went, turn this right. down, these are kids. I said, I'm yeah. watching this and these are children. Oh my God. I said, they should not be rolling on and top of And then they talked about Sokka hooking up with some other girl, some uh, Fire oh, Nation like, girl, oh. and then he's with you. They Yui, also made like, it seem like Sokka. they took out a lot of the Sokka thing, but they didn't. I was like, no, no Sokka's still. Oh, yeah. He just I not know. So no, like that yeah, yeah. whole thing in the press was so overblown. Yeah, and, and yeah, so 100%. Frustrating. I was like, no, he's still there. Weren't familiar, like me, what was the controversy here? Oh, it was just like, uh, a quote came out from someone during the interviews being just like, oh, we, we uh, made Sokka like, not as sexist. I and see. people were like, what How the? dare you change that <laughs> yeah. character yeah. aspect? Like, I'm not trying to great. Be people are overreacting perfectly. Yeah. I, yeah. I also am not trying to be an asshole. They, though immediately they were like, that's his main, his arc. And I was like, his arc should not be that he's no, sexist. No, that was no, done by, the, yeah, that's not by, the, by that Suki episode. It was done. Yeah. That yeah. whole, it, it was, so if you want to call it an arc, it was barely by what, episode five? It wasn't even yeah, in it. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So it, it's, it, that's wild. You're, you're thinking about Iroh being older, I, that that hit me too. I was like, oh yeah, because it might also be because Paulson is like a famous actor that I'm used to seeing him in a lot of things, yeah. that I'm like, no, yeah, no, Uncle Iroh needs to be like old as hell. He's also the old, not to be old as hell, but like he's the older brother 
to, and they look kind of like they're the same. No, age. I was thinking the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I was like, I, and, and you know, again, it's like coming back to the animated show. It's a thing that I wish I didn't do, and it's everyone does this with media, so it's like. No, you know, we're all hard to avoid, it. but like I'm thinking about that scene, and I think the third season with like Ira's in jail. I was like, thinking that too. Jack, like, is Paul gonna have time to get like, ripped? Pretending like, to, and then he's dope, like yeah. this old, like senile man, and I'm like, I don't know if that scene works with this younger actor. They but. didn't really go though. I I think they might change that a little bit because yeah. even with Boomy, that reveal of him being oh, like yeah. a six pack, yeah. I was like, oh, this guy don't have a six pack like that. I was like, this is a normal built man. He's a normal man. He's a normal healthy man. Hey, there's only one person of that age that is a six pack and it is Harrison Ford and he wanted you to know <laughs> when you watched the fucking uh, Crystal Skull 2 or whatever the movie you bring Harrison Ford Crystal Skull 2 Boomy needs to be Harrison <laughs> start the, the campaign now yeah. start it now uh, Harrison, also yeah. uh, you, you said it and I want to echo it yes. I did not know when I was doing it I was like, the breakdown, I was like, oh yeah, Yui, da da da, here's the actors. I went, that's the girl from Prey. I was like, that's yes, Amber that is, that And is. I was like, that's so insane for that actress to be in here and be Yui, literally yeah. the person yep. that turns into the moon. <laughs> I'm like, you are literally, the first season, yeah. you messed all of us up. You literally dipped out. You yep. said, I love you, goodbye. Yeah. And I was like, God, you got that part. You're Amber Mid Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Go look at all the actors, they're amazing. But yeah, just to speak about Azula really quick, I do think that like people are like, oh, why, why is this actress cast and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you have to remember that they are kids. She's yeah. younger than Zuko. Yeah. They have to find some, it was never gonna be like an Azula that we see in the show. Like, Our Azula was literally a 30 year old, not, not even like the actress, I'm like, Azula was like a 30 year old no. mean woman oh, and yeah. I yeah. loved her. Yeah. That's why we loved her. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, yeah. our Azula is literally the embodiment of what a 14 year old is today. Yeah. Right. We saw it in the Barbie movie. We see it as a joke. Mean girl. She's yeah. just mean as hell. And, she's, and I, she's going to say such mean shit with that tone and I'm not going to be ready for it. It's oh, going to yeah. like trigger totally. something in me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but you're right. Azula is, I think, one of the actresses from the original series who was played by an adult. Most yeah, of the kids were played by kids. Except Dante. Yeah, yeah. I guess Dante Bosco would have been what, like, like a, late, uh, early twenties, late twenties, early thirties. Oh, was he really that old? Maybe. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think some of them were like twenties. But I, yeah, she was like, I did the math, she's and I was like, oh no, she was like almost. Yeah, and I, I feel bad for not being able to remember her name. Ray Delisle, like vo I, voice acting royal. Like, totally. Oh, yeah. 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 So the last thing I was gonna say about the kid actor part of it is, I think one of the things that the show, the adaptation, missed is like we actually have kids acting in mm -hmm. the show. We yeah. miss chances to see them being kids, and that was That's one true. of the things in the animated show we saw like moments of them playing or making a lot of mistakes. And yeah. in this, they already seemed like hardened kind of war heroes. And mm. I missed, I was like, you guys actually have 12-year-olds and 14-year-olds mm -hmm. playing these characters. Like, give us a little bit of levity to balance out the, the heaviness of the, you know, the otherwise yeah. the fog of war that they're in. And mm -hmm. that was the one thing I was like, I wish we did that a little more. And that maybe would have helped the kid actor seem Well, I mean, maybe it kind of came across as opposite of that because uh, like Katara and Sokka immediately had to be adults. Yeah, exactly. And that was like, yeah. I, they are war-torn mm. for sure. But I mean, yeah. a, that doesn't give Aang not the right to be more of a child. Right, <laughs> right. Because Aang yeah. is literally a 12 He's 100. Oh, yeah. He's a hundred. He's a hundred. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think the actor was even like, "Oh, I really wanted to go penguin sledding." And oh, then, yeah. Oh, for like, sure. I think that those moments would have gone a long way to bonding them as a team and showing showing that they're kids, so that when we get to the real, you know, shit in the fan, the stakes are higher. Because oh yeah, these are kids. Like they don't know what they're doing per se. But I think to your point about yeah. the penguin sledding, 
I, yeah, like, yeah. The kids are serious kids. They are. They're fucking serious kids. I get kids. it. These are I get it. Kids. Were you about to say something? No, I was going to, the only thing I was going to say to Katara, it was like, because I, when, when I rewatched the series, Katara does bring a lot in the anime series. Do not get my words twisted on this. Uh, her training is probably the biggest part of her storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are massive things that they should have put into the series, other than her reading the waterbending scroll herself and learning. Um, but I also, but it was also like, again, the animated series really just highlighted like the sexism to her in the world, which is like, mm-hmm. in this one, I think it, we just would be watching this girl get battered 24 seven, which I'm like, I, I want to see her hide. And I want to yeah, see that. Yeah. And it was also the weird chemistry between her and every other man on the show that wasn't her brother. So I was like, mm. I <laughs> don't, cause I was like, we all like, we're starting, we started shipping Zuko. And then yeah. we have episodes with her and Zuko fake dating, being stuck, yeah. learning to love each other. And then we have her with Jet and then we have her with Aang. And I was like, okay, we get it. Like this, I think this is probably why I leaned Azula a lot because I was like, this is just a, Independent, this woman by yeah. herself just being yeah. mean. It's not about hell. her being in a relationship, right? Right? Yeah. But go on. Sorry, we have a lot. Yeah, we have uh, a lot more to talk about. Uh, any any final notes on the the acting, the casting? Do you guys think that I think we should move on? This is not an important question. Do you think they cast for like their martial arts ability before their acting ability? Because when 100%. I saw them do their fucking stunts, I was like, oh shit, okay, <laughs> let's go. And, and I wonder if that's kind of where people are bumping. It's just because like that was what they focused on. Well, what was on. interesting is Ian Owsley, sorry to no, who plays Sokka, I read that he was like a black belt champion and I was like, oh, wow. I yeah. did not, I don't and remember so doing, <laughs> doing any nuts martial arts, but I feel bad, I mean. He, so is Dallas Liu, uh, yeah. but I also think they made them go to a boot camp to train, yeah, sure. so they Makes trained sense. before shooting very mm. hard in each other's so martial arts. So I think they were, or they must have been, or at least had, you know, they were prone to it, or like athletes. Yeah, or something, yeah. You know? <laughs> they're athletes. They're, yeah. athletes. they're, they're all athletes. athletes. I know that uh, Gordon is a skateboarder, so maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like flying around on the skate park now. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, before we continue, we wanted to thank our sponsors like Bluechew. Bluechew.com is an online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tab- tablets and at a fraction of the cost that you can take at any time to get that extra confidence in bed. Signing up is super easy to do and all done online. You can go to Bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, shipped directly to your door in a discreet package. Bluechew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at Bluechew.com, chew it and do it, and we've got a special deal for our audience audience. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code BREAKROOM at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Bluetooth.com promo code BREAKROOM to receive your first month free. Visit Bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And thanks Bluetooth for sponsoring the show. And also something that's chewy, jelly beans. Didn't know where we were going with that. Pass the jelly bean planet. Hey, you guys have heard us talk about these before. Jelly bean planet. So many different oh, containers. Um, <laughs> keep an eye out for some Easter specials soon. But hey, in the meantime, get some at the link below. Uh, they're really good. Uh, lots of people have gotten in and told us how much they loved All it. All the white they ones are them. missing because I ate them. That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna eat a white true. one. No, these, these go really they're fast. They're the coconut ones and I eat the hell out of them. <laughs> I uh, literally siphon through. I'll pour it all out and then oh I'll just get God. the white. That's why it's missing all the white ones. Just pours them on the table yeah. and then like separates like and puts them back in. Uh, while we eat some jelly beans, I just want to shout out some people who've been giving out some subs and, and bits in the chat. Woke Morty, Christian Unpronounceable. Um, Christian Unpronounceable with three gift subs. Sarah Hatchadorian, Roland99. Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, Thanks everyone for saying welcome back, Evan. I forgot to say that earlier because I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> is um is is H Basso in the chat today? Uh, I don't think so. I owe them an apology. Okay. 
Well, you heard it here first, folks. Let's talk about the visuals of this show. There's a lot to hear from the CGI to the costumes to the um, makeup, hairstyling. <laughs> that was a, that was a, a diet Mitch if I've ever seen one. Um, what you guys What you guys think? I didn't have. Uh, I talked about this also on my breakdown. I didn't have an issue with the clothes because I see what they're doing, even mm. if it's clean or whatever. Uh, I was like, yeah, they're imitating the exact style of what they are. Yeah. Uh, after going into a deeper dive, I realized they hired a lot of POC people to uh, influence what their outfits were for their oh, certain regions. Mm. Okay. So like Katara's people, uh, they hired a woman that literally grew up on in the Arctic and was like, oh, oh here's the designs that I chose from the village that I'm from. Oh my sure. God. And That's I'm like, awesome. oh, okay, yeah. these are beautiful little additions. Um, I, I I will I, the one thing that I do agree with, which I'm like whatever is nitpicky, uh, because I just like wigs. Yui's wig was pretty insane. Uh, it did uh, not yeah. move at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like a cosplay wig that's not cosplay, just shoved <laughs> on top of her head. Yeah. And she went hello, and I went take that off, pop that pop that bad boy off. Um, visually though, it, Netflix has their their look. We know oh, what they're yeah. talking about. It's a look. Even this was like the same kind of visual effects that The Witcher had. And I was like, oh, do they still okay. use, I was like, I don't know if they use the same, but you know, they have that like camera. Netflix has like a list of cameras that they use. Yeah. And these are all the cameras they use. And they spend more money on actual actors than they do on like the creative the part or the filming yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. So they're just like, oh, that's why a lot of Netflix stuff looks flat and the same. And the visual effects that they chose to do for this, I was like, this is giving every visual effects that Netflix has done, if that makes sense. Interesting. Uh, so I wasn't like, it was goofy as hell. <laughs> it was cartoony as hell. But then I was also like, I think I just saw this in One Piece. And then I was like, and I also just mm. saw this in The Witcher. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I guess I can give them this due because it's just Netflix being Netflix. Sure. Yeah, I think if they had time, because there was definitely like some of the fights where I was like, this is looking dope, but they're cutting so much and it's, it's moving and it does feel flat. The choreography was also like yeah. weird. There, and they said this, they said that uh, the water bending was really hard to do with Katara oh, uh, bet, to yeah. do VFX for. And there's a part where she's fighting Paku that you see yeah. like the flip in the air is just like and then the ice the slides look very blue screen. I was like, what's oh, going on yeah, here? I said, like, what's yeah, going on yeah. here? But, well, it's interesting yeah. you, you talked about the cutting with the fight scenes, Tom, yeah. because I know a lot of this show they were trying to utilize like the LED volume, like the Mandalorian oh, yeah, is yeah, used yeah, yeah. and mm. Percy Jackson is used. And my friend, who's the director, we we're talking about Percy Jackson specifically because we were both fans of it, mm -hmm. and they were like, well. Something's going on with the camera work here. Like it's either like really focused on the kids trying to say their thing or like getting the kids' performance across because we're cutting around a lot. There's not a lot of interesting camera moves going yeah. on. And a lot of that has to do with like how much can you see on the volume. Right. Like watching the that's, behind that's the scenes point. of Percy Jackson, I was like, oh wow. In one of the last fights of the movie, it's they have to keep cutting around between the characters because they, they can't physically really yeah, like actually see more of the volume yeah. to like turn or something or to do a longer take. And I think a lot of that same stuff can be felt here in Avatar, but not definitely not to the same degree, in my opinion, as that other show. Um, one of the directors, Jet Wilkinson, she directed the finale of Percy Jackson as well as the finale of Avatar. And I feel like maybe she learned some lessons about how to work the volume a little bit better, but it does become tricky in general when you're working with such VFX heavy stuff and you're moving around. I think it was yeah. something I only noticed subconsciously now that you mentioned it, because yeah, and, and speaking to the flatness, if you're shooting against the volume, for better or worse, that is a flat screen. Yeah. You know, you're not getting mm -hmm. any true depth there that the cameras could pick up, so. I mean, it can, it, you but know. But then again, I guess it's in camera. It can track TV, like the environment yeah, moving around yeah, but like it's yeah, still yeah. gonna be you a know flat screen yeah like, it's a flat screen yes. and then you have to calculate the depth in there yes, and then yes. it gets all tricky yes. there yeah. there is uh, so much money in this show oh man <laughs> yeah. there's so much money so and maybe much. once it got to post you're kind of like shit 
we didn't have we spent it all here because I met uh, look at that cast. I mean, yeah, you don't really know yeah. the kids, but we all know the adult actors that are in that show. Oh, yeah, we didn't even and then all Daniel the Day costumes. Kim, right? Daniel yeah. Day, yeah, Kim. Day Kim's budget. Yeah. <laughs> Oh I was thinking goodness. about that. I was like, uh, I bet that's so high. And also the sets that they made for even like the bazaar and Amashu, everything. Yeah. I yeah. was like, dude, this is probably very expensive. And then they kind of and then like, they built mm. like the whole like northern, uh, you know, the air nomad temples. Like I just like the sets yeah. and the, whether it's it digital or real. I was like, damn, man, there's a, a it lot did of money. Like if they leaned on more physical aspects being present on the mm. volume or mm. on a green screen. Right. Just from like a layperson's point of, or maybe more than a layperson, but just like from my eye, I was like, you know what? There's a lot. It feels like there's more stuff here that's physical than yeah. they'll extend more of the background. Which is probably why they didn't have Momo or uh, Appa, but, like a yeah. third of it. Yeah, uh, because they're like, we got to pull our punt. Whenever dude, they show up, that all the budgets go into right that. Spur, and it was you really, know? you can kind of see. I read this too. They were like, it was kind of hard working with Momo because it was just like a hand, um, yeah. and you have to interact with a hand. And even when Ian Alsley is like at the finale cradling <laughs> it, it's like this is a hand. Yeah. <laughs> He's holding like Someone's a man. A man's like, like inside. Yeah, Momo, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I didn't think Momo looked great. Most yeah, of the time. I thought it was cute though. I thought yeah. that for, I thought everything looked great, and with with a big asterisk on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the bending looked really good. Mm -hmm. I, especially from coming from the fucking other live action movie, which <laughs> bending looked so bad. It was making any fucking sense. I think that the, all of the problems that I had with the look of the show were Netflix house style problems. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah, all yeah, like yeah. this weird, glossy, high key lighting. Yeah. Uh, the costumes yep. are dirty. It's like these weird. All this like Netflix clean, house. Yeah. It's like it, so frustrating too because like yeah. Stranger Things doesn't have that problem. Yes. House of Cards when it came out. <laughs> Very much didn't have that problem. So I, I think they have like a ton of Netflix production, a production crew that follows, well, right? The it, same it production team, the, I mean? No. It has to be the team. And it has to be the people that are like, because I bet the brothers that worked for Stranger Things were like, no. Duffer brothers. No. Yeah, and they're like, look people. at this. Because I was like, this kind of, they were kind of working in Netflix's zone. My guess is that Marvel's, or excuse me, Netflix Ooh. is looking at Marvel as like a little bit of a guide to say mm. like, Marvel has their style. They make these movies exact first and like, you know, that's how we want to be making our movies. Yeah. My, my expectation is not that they have teams moving from project to project because, you know, even though you have a director working on Percy Jackson and on Avatar The Last Airbender, you can't have the same team working yes, on both yeah. those shows that just came out within yeah. a few months of each other. Um, not to say crews definitely do move from, from job to job, but I do think that Netflix just has like, hey, this is there's like a person at Netflix or a group of people at Netflix who are like, this is how we want this to look. And there, we want it to look like all of our other stuff. There's, it, yeah, that's crazy. You're right. And I'm more mad that I'm just like, Netflix, change it. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix, change it. It's like their also, biggest complaint that anyone. Uh, yeah, and you can tell because the director, any a director that comes to direct an episode, that doesn't feel, you know, it doesn't even feel different. They're all, it's very homogenous. No, it's a style. Know? And also, yeah. uh, not to be this person again, they don't know how to light POCs. Uh, because yeah. you can tell those characters outside of that, go look at those actors, go watch them in interviews. They are a lot darker than what they look like <laughs> on that screen. Yeah. It's like 2007 Twilight. They didn't know really how to light these things. <laughs> so I was like, eh, you see it with a lot of POC Netflix led things. I'm like, oh, why? This look doesn't make doesn't give color to these people. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess just in in a point to towards the visuals though, I I do think the one thing that they did well, despite the Netflix house style, is that like it is consistent, right? Oh, well, you know, yeah. you don't have stuff that's jumping out like like one one place is like vastly better than the other thing. Where it's like okay, it's consistently going to feel and look like this is all this is like the parts of this Avatar world. 100%. And I think that's like what it, they they did do pretty well. 
Um, but I do agree with like what you guys are saying for sure. Yeah, yeah. and the Netflix it's like an odd decision. I know, and and I'm I'm almost glad that like Netflix is you know they're slowly now they've like kind of staked out their like claim and but. I was like, man, if everything starts looking like Netflix because of like approved cameras or whatever, whatever, it's like. Now I'm wondering wolf. if that's one of the reasons why the you know DiMartino, the original creators, left. You know, who knows? Maybe no, they wanted to have mean, more of a I, the more of their flavor. Thing, whatever. The creator just shot an FX3. Like sure, that's a, sure, that's a three thousand yeah. dollar camera. That movie yeah. was nominated for an Oscar yeah. for yeah. its visuals, and that is, it deserved it. That is on, <laughs> that that is one of the cameras on the approved mm -hmm. uh, fucking Netflix camera list. You have movies. I don't know why I'm thinking about Moonlight right now, but mm -hmm. uh, Moonlight was shot amazingly. Shot beautifully. On, I, I think of. I mean, it's but I also think years, but, it's, but, yeah. but it's another like. Alexa Mini or whatever, which is yeah. on these lists. Right. So, but those were because also the lighting. Right. Like, Moonlight my did that is. straight yeah. up thing. That's they pulled that is. shit out. But also remember, like, those are movies, mm. right? Like, we're, whereas a lot of the stuff we're talking about, the Netflix look is is more with, I, I guess it's like series. their Netflix No, you're right. Movies, and I, pull, I don't know why the yeah. fuck I pulled, quite frankly, because <laughs> Jessica was talking about lighting PSC people. And, they do. and mm. God, that movie's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, right. oh, yeah. It's yeah. Fun. Don't even remind So a bad bad comparison on my part. But, yeah, I think that, like, it's just Netflix wants it to be that way. They, they do. To. They no. They yeah. want it. They love that style for themselves. And I mean, I, it does appeal. It does appeal to some people that people because we're in production. We're looking at yeah, these things yeah. twenty four good dang seven. Yeah. So we're like, well, this irritates us. But people that are like uh, just watching like yeah. the Probably. the damsel with freaking Billy Bar Brown are like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, they don't even pick it up, and it's and if anything, it's subconscious. Like, well, they, maybe they, they understand that it feels the same, but they don't know why. Or they yeah, don't, they exactly. Attention to it. Well, it's similar yeah. to like my problem with. Okay, here's a better comparison. Maybe like in the Heights. Which again, it's a movie, mm -hmm. but that I I feel personally like that has a similar problem of yes. like super glossy, yeah. really high pop. Mm -hmm. It's a musical. It's a big summer movie, but like you're also doing like Puerto Rican people living in Washington Heights, and it's like a like a, the whole point of the movie is that like it's not the most ideal living situation. It's like well, then everything is so colorful and yeah, bright. Yeah. It's like hard to do those two things together because sure. yeah, there yeah. are opposed. But you like want this musical to be bright and beautiful. Yeah, it's just tricky, right? Just yeah, and then also like we a lot of movies take shortcuts with like softer lighting, broader lighting, you know, and that's easier to like, oh well, we'll move it and we'll change it in post because everything's right. well lit. And this we camera works well with that camera, which yeah. works yeah. well with this camera because we lit the set to look good on all cameras. The set originally did not look great. Lighting. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> lighting is now taking the way of everything, and mm -hmm. that's what the A twenty four look is. Uh, like uh, that's what we love about these things. Welcome to the cinematography talk, everybody. <laughs> Anytime you guys want to talk about lights, so happy uh, lights, and story, here. storytelling, and lights, yep. Ooh, wait, uh, I got you. And in sound, Richard, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Richardson. we're starting to run a little low on time, so. Um, I'm gonna collect some questions from the chat, but feel free if anyone has anything that you guys want to say that we haven't addressed yet, uh, feel free to talk on it or what anything you, you like. What do you think was the sexiest part? You want a season two? <laughs> yeah. What was your? Mm. What was the best part that was before you? <laughs> jet, <laughs> jet putting a fucking no. straw in his mouth oh, and yeah. then walking away. I was a little bit like, all right, Jet. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I, I also I miss. I want to say I miss the iconic shot of Jet holding guitar as he's like. Yes. <laughs> I said, give me that scene. When yeah, I, I said, yeah. that's going to be me one day. <laughs> no, it was uh, Ozai, dude, taking off that damn shirt. Uh, Woo! I, I'm sorry. No, he's the Fire Lord oh, before and on and off camera. I was Daniel not. I thought a good choice. When he talks, it, it stops. It's one of those things, I think this has happened recently, too, where it's like, oh, Mark Hamill played that character so well. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you're a little bit like, oh, okay, well, I love Daniel Day Kim. 
but that character is that character. Ooh, talk about coming in and fucking nailing it, yeah. making it your own. He just like did. fucking power. It's that, I don't know. It was like, he came He's in, good. when he was even talking to Azula, he was like, nah. Yeah. I was, trying, I was looking, I was like, is it the goatee? Like that long? I think it's just that he looks mean. Looks yeah. He looks mean, yeah. beautiful every time, but he also can easily be nice and yeah. sweet. I don't know. I am um, uh, the low-hanging fruit, but um, the cabbages guy part. I thought James it was gonna C. be. I thought it was gonna be like an Avengers Assemble MCU moment where we weren't gonna get it for a while. <laughs> but he was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Oh, here we go." And I was thought it might come later yeah. in the season. And when he finally did it, I was like, oh, "Okay, here we and go." And he got here like three go. good like he he did. cabbages. He did. I thought it was gonna be that one off, but I'm glad he Same got here. to Same here. I thought and, it was just like a quick. Yeah. I thought Were he you was saying it was like the guy from the show? Yeah. It was. That was the voice actor. That's him. He's great. He's so sweet too. I watched a lot of his interviews. And he's just so happy. so cool. Oh, that's so great. Cool. So happy for him. All right, so CManZ97 asks, um, have any of you played any old Avatar games, especially on the GameCube? I love that game. Uh, I played Pie Show from Nickelodeon. <laughs> I had, I think, it was either Game Boy Advance or the DS game of just season one, and they made like Haru a, a playable character, a character oh, that got cut out of the show. Uh, but it's like we need an Earthbender, so I guess it's Haru. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, I think you're really overestimating how important this character is gonna be to the rest of that's the so series. Funny. I haven't played any of those, but man, that's a real missed opportunity. Can you imagine like a dope like bending game? Or I think they did yeah, come out with like a couple. I no, they've had several, but yeah. the ones. I've seen like I I like I just watch trailers and gameplay. I'm like, ah, oh, it's like not. Put some of these characters in like a it's missing. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Or something. Was it? <laughs> 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 Basically, do yeah. a Super they're Smash. They're children, John. They're children. Oh yeah, I think Aang is in like the Nickelodeon okay. Smash yeah. type. Nickelodeon did, like, a yeah. Smash oh, Smash. is he? Oh, so I also want to play video games. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, for that, you gave it up for that. You gave up. I gave up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, you do everything for the lore, man. Yeah. Hannah Flamingo says, there was an, uh, there's an Avatar ride at an amusement park by my house growing up. I think you were riding on Appa. It was so cool. That oh, is dope. That's interesting. Wow, um, that's so cool. I'd want to do that. Sarah Hatchadorian asks, as a standalone show, not compared to the original, do you think you would have liked the series? No. Yes. I think so. And uh, my friends who don't know anything about Avatar, who watched, this was their first experience mm -hmm. uh, watching it, loved it. Oh, awesome. So wow. I was surprised. Um, cause, but yeah, I mean, I th so I think it's better than the Shyamalan thing. We all can agree about that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I think if you don't have any baggage, maybe that's, it's more enjoyable. I think I would have, I think, uh, uh, and I'm a person that just likes choreography too in movies. Yeah. And I was like that, the, Genocide of the air nomad scene was enough to get me to keep watching. Why did you make me start brutal. laughing right before you yeah. said genocide? Because yeah, you brutal. think it's funny, and I no. keep telling you when that you it's said, not fucking funny. <laughs> I keep telling you all the when time. When you said I like choreography of movies, I immediately was like, oh, I think about that Jennifer Lopez musical where they just <laughs> randomly start dancing in the middle of a movie. You watched it? No, I have not. Oh my god, okay, because I was like, I, I'm waiting. I'm gonna this watch it. This is me now. This is me now. This is me now. Let's see. The gamer. MJ saying, I don't like how they removed the moment with Katara and her character growth when she's teaching him water bending. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, we, yeah. we did address that earlier. I, I realized that. And it ends with them just going, hey, 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 Which they do. It would have been hot. John, yeah. they're children. <laughs> on, a, on a season, uh, on a, a, the topic of season two, Decidue Guy 95 asks, for a season two, maybe they need 13 episodes to help the pace. What do you guys think about that? They do get a season two. Do you think they'll give them more episodes? It's hard because I'm like, 13 episodes, yeah, one hour each, Jesus. Christ uh, but then I'm also like 
I think you don't need to apply so many extra characters. I think the first season was including mm. Jet, including June and right. Nyla because they're like a lot of these are already. big characters that we want you to know that we're still we know they exist. Also, we're putting them in. So I'm like, you can just go slower, honestly. Yeah. And I, just, I, I, I totally, like the siege of uh, Fire Nation or something. Boxing Say is it? No. Is it Boxing Say? It is in Boxing Say. Oh, yeah, okay. Wait, if it's Boxing Say. Right. Also, June is in one episode. Yeah. Did you? I did. Oh yeah. I was like. Why does this character feel much more important? She I was like, she's gets beat up by Appa. And yeah, she's like, yeah, just in one episode. I, and then, and yeah, then the other things they they've brought over from season two, like the um, oh, we were talking about it before, the uh, Badger Mole scenes with the mm. secret tunnel and stuff. And it's yeah. like, what, so it's, so what are you gonna what are you saving for season two then? Because you're bringing a lot. I think they just wanted those Easter eggs so people know that like we're yeah. addressing it. We know the show. Yeah. You could also, I mean, we talked about season three feeling a little rushed. If they move some parts from season three up to season two, let's season yeah. three breathe yeah, a little yeah. bit more. I love season three. Yeah, mm. three. Yeah. The Fire Nation. So every good. part of the Fire Nation talks between like even. Azula and her friends. I'm like, yeah, great. I love. I love too. Bring, here. bring us Toph, dude. Right, like, I'm so ready, I'm so the, ready for Toph. Uh, they'll skip the, uh, what is it? The, what you call it? Island players episode. Ember Island. Oh players. yeah, yeah the Ember players. Island players. All right, so, last, you know, last few questions here. The gamer MJ asked if you had to cast Appa and Momo for their speaking parts when Aang is hallucinating from no sleep, <laughs> who would it be? John Mulaney and Jack Black. No, <laughs> oh no, no, no. I said it because they're John in Mulaney everything. Is, John I was like, wait Jack a second. Yeah, when I saw the when I saw the Borderlands channel, I'm like, Jack, I love Jack Black. I was like, he's Bowser and Claptrap. I was like, come on, man. There are other actors. Um, make there are uh, other actors. Uh, and I'm gonna go year round. Choose yeah. the uh, not other actors. I'm gonna put Momo as Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Should have been Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Oh, see. This is the kind of shit they do. I'm like, why? Is and Karen why? That the other person we have so many. Uh, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. yeah, and Karen Gill and Jack Black. Yep. And yeah. then uh, Nick Jonas can be somebody too. And, uh, yeah. uh, Aquafina. You can see. Aquafina. Yeah. yeah, Aquafina. Oh, Aquafina's the other one. And every anime, she was in Migration. She's in Ride the Last Dragon. She's in every anime. Oh, yeah, she is. She's a dragon. Yeah. Uh, Naposa says, if Avatar does get a second season, do you think they'll have more comedic moments in the show? I think well, they, after the reviews, yeah, I think they would. Yeah, I think they would, right? They probably would uh, yeah. bring back some of the, the comedy. I will there. say the Netflix shows are usually good about doing that, changing mm. the second season completely from the first to, appe <laughs> yeah. to appease their audience. Yes. So they will. They or have heard these complaints. The Witcher, um, changing season four from season three. The Witcher yeah. is, a, is a different, <laughs> different, it's a different yeah, story. They, they went crazy with that one, but uh, they were. But it's funny because the show gets more, a little more serious as we go. So that if they save the funny for two, we've missed the well, chance on one. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think they will though. I think, I think they'll put in comedic moments. I want. I don't care. I want more of the Fire Nation. <laughs> and I know <laughs> they were heavily involved even in this season. I'm like, give it to me more. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me more. Yeah. I want some more flashbacks of. I want some flashbacks of the dad, like not Ozai, the dad that was above. Oh, so oh, is it Zulin? Yeah. Oh, Zulin. Yeah. yeah I want so more of him. Right? I want to see everything. Uh, Sophie Valka says make Danny DeVito one of the voices that. instead. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be that's good. Great. And that's also still that'd be great. great. The, hey, I'm Momo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, who's it? yeah, it's DeVito and uh, Danny Glover. Is that the Yeah, and that'd be a yeah. funny Appa and Momo. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Um, all right, last question, and I feel like this has got to be asked. Sarah Hatch Dorian saying, uh, if you could bend one an element, oh, what would you bend? Damn, classic, a classic question. I think Jess would bend jelly beans. Uh, <laughs> into my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Into my mouth. 
Yeah. If I was a bender, I, you know damn well all I'd be doing is like lifting up a remote to my hands. <laughs> but oh, I would be a water bender, so all the like, oh, my remote's wet, here's my sandwich, mm. oh man. I'd be a water bender, and then I'd be like, yeah, stop peeing, boom, and stop someone. So you know, and then someone's like, <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. it's like pee bend. Like, yeah, the pee back inside. Go back in. Uh, is, is that our YouTube short? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I would absolutely, 100%, without a doubt, want to do earth bending. But wow. if I was as clever and smart as Katara, I would be a villain and do blood bending. I was gonna say, is blood bending on the table? Well, I no, every, so, yeah, yeah. everything's on the table. I don't think so, oh, because it's so rare. Only then. some people can. No, so no. We, we would be able to do it all, is what I'm John saying. John so won't. Obviously. You take <laughs> the normal things. You, we, you, you here's your boomerang. <laughs> you, that's what you get. You Sorry, the other day was like, are boomerangs real? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember where. No, it was me. It was me. We were talking about this on the freaking video game when we were streaming video games. I didn't know boomerangs were real. They are real. Well, I know they don't work. And that's the thing. Hello yeah, yeah. work. No, they I, don't. They don't work. I've, oh man, me and my buddy, you know, they sell Nerf boomerangs that are like shaped like triangles, yeah. or you can get the one that's like a regular. But the point and is, we you practice. Can't, you can't whack someone with it. Oh no, no, and it's not going to come so back. Here, yeah, that's yeah, the, point, the point. That's the problem. Okay. Uh, as our uh, resident Pacific Islander, I can talk about this because in Australia, you know, this is where they invented the boomerang. The point is, is if you that's miss kangaroos. your target, you catch it again. Totally. But if you mm. hit the kangaroo you want to eat, then you know. You're telling me right now, you throw it, it comes back. You throw it, it comes back, but you have to throw it a certain way. <laughs> also, wait, really quick, I want to address yeah. that Evan basically was talking shit about the person that didn't know what a boomerang was, and it was me. And I'm sitting right here. He said pretty someone funny. came in here and acted like they know they're idiots, and I'm like, Evan, no. I'm right here. And it was, oh, it was just us two I in that conversation. I talked to one of the stupidest people was, I've ever met. Just no, like that was a private conversation. conversation. I was it, trying to remember. It was just a conversation between us when we were playing a video game on the street. So he was like, "Don't tell anyone this." A secret. But, yeah, Jess was like, "I could find it in you, Evan." Would you consider boomerangs to be within the narwhal category or within the unicorn category? Please, does anyone else throw a boomerang and catch it? It's so fun. It takes a while it's to learn. It's not real. But it's right, oh my god. Break room tomorrow. I'm gonna bring my. I have a. I have a boomerang. I'm gonna bring it. Okay, I we'll have one to too. The, I'm gonna. Oh, then let's practice. It's a toy. It just sits there. <laughs> if it's the real boomerang, it'll come back. But you gotta throw it like a. It's like a 45 degree it'll angle. Just sit there, punch you. That's not a toy. Go. Oh. Um, <laughs> All right, I think if I, I could bend, I would want to oh, be yeah, a water bender. Yeah, 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry. But I would probably be a firebender. I don't no, trust you because you said you wanted the Flash's powers. Yeah. No. Time travel? <laughs> I was or like, the Flash is so powerful. Why we were talking about out of all of them, well, we were talking about all powers. We were like flying, transporting, teleportation, everything. He's like, I just want to be fast. You want speed force? Yeah. yeah. I, I said, fast. I mean, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, there's just like Pottermore. There's a test for Avatar bending you can take online. I think oh. that's like an official. I did it years and years ago. So yeah. I would, I think I would be a a water bender because you know I come from the islands. But I took the test and it said I was an uh, airbender. I was gonna say, what? Like, Notice how none of us. Well, that was air. my next question. I was, I was gonna like, say, can we even be airbenders? <clears throat> there's only one. Well, I mean, Left. later in Korra, we would be the ones that died. More, there's more than one. <laughs> we could have been amongst the ones that died. <laughs> Oh, no, no. We, would, we would be powerful, so we'd kick their ass, so it's fine. You guys are the logic here. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bloodbender. Yeah. But, Mostly, but Bloodbender is an extra power of water, right? So you're pretty much saying you'd be a waterbender. Sure. Yeah. I don't like but he's only blending bed. Blending bed. Blending bed. Blending bed. Just around the blending bed. breaking that. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my favorite. Dude, bloodbending, I'm sorry. As soon, and these okay. are, there's certain, I told you this, certain powers you get, you just automatically are evil. And 
Those are the water benders. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Right. I'm joking. Or you get Actually, metal benders like Magneto. Oh, yeah, that's true. You get someone to rob a bank for you, that'd be awesome. Mm. Mm. <laughs> hey, can you rob a bank for me? Give me no, a you just fucking blood bend the shit out of them <laughs> oh, and then you go oh, rob a bank. See, you're like, go rob like, that okay, bank. Have fun in jail. I think yeah, I'd right. mess up and then just like, kill them by accident. Be like, oh, yeah. My what was up? Oh, it's the boys with, in Gen V. Yeah. How uh, what's Victoria her Newman? Yeah. N well, yes, but oh, yeah. Maria. Maria can like, oh, sorry. Yeah, stop yeah, yeah. blood from flowing in yeah. people's. She's a blood. Bodies. She's a she's blood bloodbender. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Maria. Black people are bloodbenders as right. well. <laughs> That's it for us today. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, I'm sorry for. Uh, teasing you for not knowing what a boomerang is. No, you, you're not sorry I'm going to bring my boomerang, and <laughs> we're going to go play outside. It's not, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, outside. Blue shoe. Thank you for sponsoring. Hey, that's it for us today. Give us a follow on Twitch where we do these videos live. Uh, anyone have anything to plug? Um, go, uh, go watch the MonsterVerse rewatch breakdowns that I'm doing currently. It has nothing to do with Avatar, uh, but we're we're watching all of the MonsterVerse movies. And if you like King Kong and Godzilla and Kaiju's, I get really into it. Oh, watch the Brother's Son. Uh, oh yeah, watch, watch episode two in particular, because uh, as an actor, you get residuals when it plays. So there you go. Thanks, Whoa. guys. <laughs> um. Watch this. Boom. Oh. Right, yeah, check out the Deep Dive channel for a new uh, deep dive on the two towers. Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching. Hopefully, that's a good enough cut point. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can check out our Break Room live streams at Break Room NR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at Break Room NR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators. <laughs>